testing one two three. Testing one two three. Testing one two three. Testing one two three. Let's start the broadcast anyway. You're on. Oh, hold on. Testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. <laughs> testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Good evening and welcome to the AIS Training Hall. It's the Women's National Basketball League matchup as we start 2011, featuring the AIS against the Dandenong Rangers who are in town for a double playing in the Capitals, of course, tomorrow. But tonight it's the AIS who will get to host the Dandenong Rangers and uh, chance to uh, set the new year right, get the new team going, and uh, the end of the last Beaten up, tired, worn out, injured. Um, now we're looking forward to uh, hopefully starting off first and uh, getting the year off to a good start. Along the sideline with Craig Ritter.
Bunton and Bishop doing the jump ball at the start of this game. And it's Bishop who gets the best of the knock and immediately the transference to Kathleen McLeod gets it back to Bishop and there's points on the board early for the Dandenong Rangers. Lickhead from the corner who couldn't handle the pass over his shoulder and a bounce turnover AIS first position. Yes, uh, AIS just really need to settle here. Danding on through Gahan, about to get the ball back into play. Goes to McLeod who brings it up the floor on the right wing. As McLeod really taking on the AIS kick out. Goes to Gahan for a long-range jump shot. Bishop there for the putback. Bishop will get the rebound again, and that's something that will concern Coach Brown immediately, Mark. As they go back inside, behind low post. Backing in to the post, cross the key. Back to the right. And the ball is defending it there. It is, and that's the first foul of the night. The first foul of the game. And it'll put Tracy Garn at the line for a couple of free throws to uh, try and extend their 2 0 lead here in the opening minute. Round 12 of the season. So really just a few more weeks and another five or six weeks and we're into the finals. Mm. And of course tonight's match important for Danny Nong on the road here in the nation's capital. Second free throw has been missed, Mark. 
play out driving in the paint as they got a second and third opportunities against Tony. Fisher drops out, shot won't go. It's hard inside. Keeps it alive. Back outside. Just the three from the right won't go, but inside it. Um, just Foley with the rebound trying to stick it back. Not, the ALS are not getting any rebounds defensively, giving Dandon on three or four chances. Third on this lead. No, not at all. And it's interesting to see just how effective the uh, Dandenong getting the inside-outside game going with Bishop using that height and experience. Bishop gets it on the board and we go inside. Hard work, there's the pass it outside. Coming into game. Back out to Bishop for three from the left and a little short. And look at as well. Just throws it away to Holly. Holly off the coming finish game. Easy pass. Three on one on the basket. Yeah, too easy there. to shoot him. He's going to put it the line. Yes, Thompson going to have to come in now as Coach Brown rings the changes. As coming off the floor will be Sarah Blickers. Donnelly with the foul. And the free point play for Jahan. Makes it. So 8 0. We haven't put Rebecca Cole there. It's interesting. Fowley was uh, Foley, sorry, was right behind her, and Cummings was one called for the foul. So, what can the AS do? Inbound ball. They've got a chance to set up. Taking a long time to get it in to Roberts, and Roberts immediately put it on the floor. Cole now having to do something, going inside the Roberts. It's Bishop who gets a hand on the ball and knocks it over the baseline. And once again, this uh, lineup, this starting five for Dandenong is quite formidable. making this AIS defence stretch as well. That's too easy from Abby Bishop. Really, Roberts needs to make sure 
Ortiz protects the basket side because Bishop does 360 and made the score. Wanted it more Cummings that time. She just attacked the ball as soon as she saw it was coming off the rim and just went full steam at it and really just took on her ass opponent there and uh, made her look a bit silly. No, Sam Woosnam about to check into the game as well for Dandenong. Sounds funny saying Sam Woosnam's name and Dandenong, doesn't it? But Dandenong sitting inside the five. The Caps leading the competition on 86%. And there are 13 wins, two losses. So they're 15 games, but they are one game. uh, They are actually one game played more than uh, Bendigo and also Sydney, who is in sixth place. And teams like Dandenong have got two games in hand, this being one of them, of course. So they need to make that a win to get themselves into a much uh, stronger position. Dandenong on 53.85%, Logan on 61.54%, Bendigo on 64.29%, and of course Bulleen in second place, 10 and 2. So in actual uh, percentage, they're 83%, so the Caps on top of the table, and that will be a big game on Sport Radio tomorrow night, uh, tomorrow afternoon, yeah, yeah, when the Caps take on uh, the Dandenong Rangers. Well, unfortunately for Donnelly, she misses the first from the free-throw line. Ten-point deficit doesn't get shortened from two shots from the free-throw, and Gahan does the rebounding mark. That's, again, very poor from the bigs of the AIS. There's two very interested onlookers tonight are uh, Coach Carrie Graff and also Coach uh, Assistant Coach uh, Chris Lucas. And this uh, Dandenong team has a big look of his uh, final Adelaide side, doesn't it? Rusnam, Foley, and Ewak is there. 
Again, no one getting any room. Yep. As Roberts was double teamed, she had uh, Rusden behind her, and Gahan just came straight in and intercepted the inbound ball. Oh, net. Yeah, just way too easy for the Dandenong Rangers tonight. No that surprise was just, there. That was just a very good choice. Yep. Gahan standing in front of Robertson to pass it for those top. It has been just a, a one-way traffic. 19 to 4 with 4 minutes and 10 seconds left to go in the first quarter. And really, this AIS team still looks like they're on their two-week break. They just have not checked into this game yet. And we know they normally drop one game every every, uh, sorry, one quarter every uh, game, but normally, uh, normally it's the uh, second or third quarters where uh, they struggle, uh, but now we're seeing just a, a lacklustre performance and there'd be a lot of disappointed girls on that AAS bench knowing that they haven't lifted it yet. The other thing is the foul count now with 14 fouls on them. They've had to play very cautiously. And perhaps that's some of the reason why we haven't seen the uh, AIS team crashing the boards like they need to to pull off those rebounds. Nobody with more than one on either side. 
Bunton looking for the inbound ball here, but Bishop has got it covered. Foley covering at the front. But he eventually get it to him as Bishop drops the uh, body in front of Bunton and the uh, ball dropped onto Bishop's foot. And so it's over the baseline and we'll see AIS have to inbound it once again. Ten seconds left on the shot clock mark and they finally get an inbound ball. Handoff though is not clean. Harrington really making some work for this AIS side as eventually the shot's put up by Samuels and it was lucky to hit the backboard, let alone the ring. Yeah, the second yeah, the second of their uh, capitals connection. Yep, is kick out from. Pereira gets it to Downey, Roosden now driving baseline, McLeod, she lost the handle on that, I'm not sure she's called for hands under the ball then, Bishop dumps over to McLeod who bombs up another big three, and this is a long evening for AIS fans as it's 22 to 4 with 2 minutes and 55 seconds left to go in the quarter, and that's the first quarter. So the good news, good news for the AIS, they have a 24 second shot clock, they just have to get the ball into play. And good look then, didn't waste any time, no one to her, so great work by Garrick that time. She must have had a foot on line. She seemed to be out there. Bishop inside and oh. Bunton. From behind. And Abby may not have uh, played a lot of minutes in the WNBA. She had a good uh, experience of just being over there in the training, etc. will have improved the game and I think we saw that in the very front. She's definitely playing well tonight as the AS have to bring it back. And this defence is just ruthless from Daniel. And this is something that Coach Graff and Lucas are both studying quite closely as the AS try to set up again. Cole takes on Pereira and Woosnam. And Woosnam's been called for the foul. That'll be her second. As she just well, that's unbelievable. Well, there you go. Certainly, uh, it looked like Wisdom had just ripped it to the ground. Yep, both teams in the bonus now, both with five. Yeah, 
we have seen the uh, AIS just struggle with uh, getting onto the defence of Bishop when she's been inside, also Gayhan when she's gone inside, and of course you've got to remember both those girls having outside games, and interesting to see that uh, Hope Tetrich is coming out for Dandenong in the second quarter, as they are going to get an opportunity here to run the bench for the rest of this game. We'll get him back in the groove before the... We'll have the ball of half one, with the pencil and bandit. And the Donnelly is waiting to get the inbound pass. Waiting for the clock to be reset. 24 seconds is on it. And Donnelly puts it off the inbound now. And that's a critical thing, isn't it, Mark? That uh, she was just sitting there by herself and had plenty of room to get up speed, take the bump that she was putting in the shot. So Gay Hunter misses up on the three-point play. Roberts with a good hand in there to tap it away. And Thompson with the work to bring it down. Foley working on her and eventually it's stuffed over the sideline. So Garrick will have to bring it in from the side here. Sport Radio bringing all the action of this WNBL 2010-2011 season for the AIS. And don't forget tomorrow we'll be back with the Caps versus Dandenong as the shot goes up. Flickhast with a good rebound there. Thompson couldn't get the put back. And Flickhast is going to come up with it again. second of the contest so often, even when they've got the ball in hand. Tetris now watching Blickhouse. Blickhouse gives it to Garrick, and Garrick can't go anywhere, but Roberts finally finds the space inside. She'll have to do it twice, but good enough to get the rebound and get it back up there again. Across the back leg goes, Roberts will be 
For you, those of you interested in what's going on in Sydney at the moment, the Flames are leading the Spirit by just two points as Cummings tries to jack one up and Garrick will come up with the rebound. So they need to transition quick. Cole got down the floor quickly, but they couldn't get it to her. So Garrick gets it to Thompson. Now to Cole, who manages to keep it in, but she was running out of bounds, so she just had to loop it back, and it's all too easy for Dandy on. And the AIS are just throwing it to them. Curtis drives the baseline. That was too easy for as well. Just drives it and lays it in. Yep. No real problems for Dandenong here tonight. They lead 37 to 10 with 7 minutes and 25 seconds left to go in the half. Roberts at the elbow. Oh, she loses the handle on the dribble. Dedrick hit the ground, but, uh, well, Roberts will sit down as Bunton comes back into the game. And also checking in is Rebecca Allen for Olivia Thompson. Cloud will bring it into the front court for the Rangers. Oh, cutting to the basket was Jess Bailey, and she fouled from behind. It's just too simple. Yep, it was a big alley-oop sort of pass, and uh, Foley was very athletic, and she actually got the hit while she was in the air trying to gather the ball in. So Foley will go to the line. second foul in the game. She's the first from the Institute to go to two. The first. So, 39-10, we've got a substitution. Karen Harrington is in for somebody. We've got to go on. Gary is coming <laughs> off now. Couple of turns for the hand along. We're yeah. all wondering if they're going to try playing with six. They might as well. Don't really get it off in there. Nadine Payne leaving the side has been a huge thing for the Institute, there's no doubt about that. But it has upset them a lot. Should just run through because we've got some scoring going on here with McLeod on eight points along with Gahan who's on eight. Seven points for Bishop, six points for... Um, Six points now for Jess Foley, who I think is off the floor at the moment. Uh, Lauren King with six points, and uh, it's Steph Cumming with four. Tetridge has got two. Yeah, they're just changing on the board. They gave that as a three the last shot for Steph Cumming, and uh, they just corrected it on the board. So, uh, she looked like she was going at the basket, then just backed away. Cole did not change with her, and now McLeod will get the uh, interception and we'll have a timeout. Timeout call by Coach Brown with 6 minutes and 16 seconds. 
left to go in the uh, half we'll see a, a situation where the AIS have uh, only scored four points for the quarter. Meanwhile, the uh, Dandenong Rangers have put 14 points on the board and it has just been uh, a terrible, terrible performance by the AIS. One of their worst in a long time. This is so Alan Harrington bunting, Lickass out there for the AIS as they get to restart. Full court pressure now being applied by the Dandenong Rangers just to uh, run through some stuff. They're going to need some more practice on tomorrow night, I'm sure. Alan got a bump there as she went to put up the shot on the turn. I think Downey's going to be called for the foul. So that should be a shooting foul. It is the first foul for... No, it went on Lauren King. That's uh, an interesting one. I thought the bump was actually from Downey there, but didn't see it. Yeah. 45-13, Mark. And, uh, well, Bishop puts the ball on the floor, doesn't do much with it though, goes to King as the AAS are just getting into sixes and sevens there. As, well, they eventually pick up the rebound, but again you saw Dandenong players all loose on that left-hand wing. Well, I thought they might have switched to man-on-man then. Oh, sorry, I thought they missed the zone. As uh, Bishop that time gets in the face of Cole, and that will send uh, Cole to the line to shoot too. Like I said, I thought the AS must have changed over his zone defence there because there's just been players everywhere free. Yeah. Well, Bishop wins again. Turned himself free, so, oh, okay. Try and hit the eight loop, eight foot. Cole has hit the first of the two free throws. False start by Tetris there, but it's not a worry because the second is made. And it's back to a 30-point ball game as it's 45-15 mark. A bit more determination there from the AS, not Thank you. 
as Harrington sits down and Donnelly comes back in for the AS. Dirtich comes out. Woosnam in for Dandenong. It's going to go the AS's way here. So AS with a 24 second shot clock here. Five minutes left to go in the half. Mark, what can they do? Standing on just was man on man there. The AS was put right out around the perimeter. There was a lot of room in there, but no one started cutting at the basket. Was uh, disappointing, and at the other end, it's too easy for the Dandenong uh, Rangers as the first two points of the game for Ashton Downey. AIS had exactly the same defensive, uh, had exactly the same defensive structure that time as the play before I mentioned. But this time, Bishop got in motion. No one went with her, and she had an easy basket. A hook shot from Bunton doesn't fall. As Bunton sits down, Roberts comes in. Also coming up there is Samuel. Uh, sitting down will be Blickers. 49 plays 17 with 3 minutes and 51 seconds left to go in the half. And it's uh, definitely been a long second quarter here at the training hall. 31-34 the score in Sydney, the Spirit leading by three over the Flames. Big game for both those teams. Yep. The uh, final situation. So, a few teams in that uh, yep. uh, West Coast. Townsville still alive. Sydney, Gandanong, Logan, they're all very close. You'd say the only two at this stage out of contention are Adelaide and the AAS. Yeah. Although Adelaide do have five games in hand to the capital. So if you put five, if they were seven and nine, that puts them back up towards the uh, sort of Sydney West Coast. So perhaps I've written them off too soon. As Samuel tries to go in. No, that's right. And Roberts gets a basket and moves to six points for the game. 49-19, back to that 30-point margin as Pereira drives hard up the baseline. Fortunately, it's only her first as now the AAS have five team fouls against them. Makes the first, that's her second point of the game. Uh, her first point, sorry. Second one will go, see how those players get in there and 
needs to work. So Bandai get a second opportunity. 50 to 19. They've got the half century up there. Oh, I'm time. Three minutes still to go. Downey with the ball inside. It's an easy pass for Wiesner. Those cuts from the basket are coming up too easy. Samuels to play. Oh, last year's that time but Roberts was just completely covered by Danny Nong and uh, she had to sit on it eventually was able to get the score when she made the pull down the rebound herself but that is the story of the AIS tonight they just cannot find space well, I'll have a look. Seven to one. Yep, seven to one as the steel AIS 21, and although the AIS has had a better scoring quarter this quarter, shooting 13 points, in the first quarter, 23 in the second quarter, they're shooting at 51%. They've made 22 from um, 43 attempts, where the AIS has made just 8 from 27 attempts. So the uh, Daniel Rangers getting close to double the amount of looks at the basket or shots at the basket as what the AIS have had tonight and uh, that pretty much sums up the way the game's gone. with one minute and 20 seconds left to go in the half as the IAS with the ball and 
again, they just cannot find any space to work. Dandenong just pressing, and interesting, full court presses down the floor have been common in this second turn. Passes arrive, we saw just again, Roberts inside, triple team. No way she's going to be able to turn and put up a shot under that sort of pressure. Making good choices with uh, mm -hmm. when they do turn, yeah. not turning fully to look at the basket, forcing up no look shots is not a way to uh, get basket. Daniel gets the ball off the end of the right wing, gets away from the crowd. Turn the center of the ball. So, Tommy had And that's Donnelly now with three. She's a the record goal that was back at the Institute with 41 seconds to the half time. Yep. Wow. Down the left side. Coming in the corner, drives back to the right. Off the goalie, he's off the line out there. Just a three, had a couple of goals. Allen with the inbound, 25 seconds to the half time. Foley's second personal foul as Mark Wright would be happy with this performance and would be hoping that it's a forerunner for Saturday afternoon's performance at the uh, AIS Arena just up the uh, just up the pathway and they face a completely different opponent, the uh, Canberra Transact Capitals. Six points for uh, Lauren King, who uh, has made the play a lot of minutes. He had all ways in about two minutes ahead of Yep. Four points apiece uh, for Cummings and also for uh, Alex Downey. And then the solitary two points for Turdich with one point for Chantella Pereira. Now the AIS, it's not as many. Two players on six points, that is Roberts and Cole. Five points for uh, Rebecca Allen and four points for Madeline Garrick. So a disappointing first half. Uh, certainly the second quarter better than the first for the AS, but it wasn't too hard or it wasn't going to be too hard to improve on that first quarter performance. As uh, we look at some of the other stats here before we take a break here on Sport Radio at halftime, 
It's uh, AIS shooting at 28%, Dan and I'm shooting at 50%. AIS not made one from outside the arc, whereas it's 25%. For the ranges, two from eight. From the free throw line, from the free throw line, 50% for the AIS, which they'd be very disappointed on, as it's eight from 13, 62% for Dan and on. Now, rebounds. 28 to 20, it evened up somewhat in that quarter. Assists 7 to 1. Steals uh, were about 8 to 1 at uh, half time. Blocks 1 apiece. Turnovers 17 for the AIS and 4 for the Dandenong Rangers. So it's been one way traffic here in the first half. Well, we probably should take a break, Mark. We should. Then our range is light. First half, 58, we're on no lead. Okay, let's go. And welcome back here for the second half at the Training Hall. Well, it's actually a basketball league matchup between the Dandenong Rangers who have visited here at the RAS tonight. Well, it's been all one-way traffic in the first half, 58 to 21. Uh, just a comprehensive performance from the Dandenong Rangers who back up to the uh, meeting against the Capitals. Uh, two players, Kathleen McLeod and Jess Foley, also Tracy Garn with 10. So three in double figures and a few others very close to being there as well. one is in Sydney tonight. The Flames 39 leading the Spirit 38 into the third term in that game. AIS have first use of the ball. It's cold. He's doing it down the right wing. Look for some good solid performances. He's good on the man defense. Bunton high post on the right. Back out to Garrett. Garrett. You pull Becker Allen inside at the free throw line. And then she just chucks a bad pass back at Garrett. Turn over first possession for the Institute. Yep. The choices have not been good. Frustrating. They were working the play and he just chucked the bad pass away from the player. Foley into the cloud. Low post against Cole. Back out of here on the right 
down. Within the first minute of the third term, it's an interesting time to call a timeout. But he obviously has seen something there that he's not happy with. Two turnovers. Well, AIS leading the quarter to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try and get you back to doing what you were doing in the first quarter. Yep. It, uh, I, I suppose that uh, the last. Rebecca Cole just drove down the centre of the court and he can just drop in the air though we're still asleep perhaps. That'll be the quick message I'm told that he's trying to get to them right now. He wants them to wake up and perform uh, the quick hammer. A couple of sloppy turnovers, something that he didn't have four for the whole of the uh, first two in a minute. Less than a minute, just for three seconds. Maybe the AS can get some confidence in this. Not getting any better for the AIS here as they've started the third term like they did the first and it's 58-23 with 8 minutes and 55 seconds. So a timeout being called by Mark Wright has been uh, a bit of a surprise. But McLeod oh, gets away from Cole who was on the ground, kicked back to Bishop and Bishop's going to get her own rebound and she was out at the three-point line. The ball's falling the right way for the uh, Dandenong Rangers. There's no doubt about that. That ball came off the iron and fell straight into the lap of Tracy Gayan, who then got fouled. That's a great pass from Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they can talk about later. <laughs> How good the pass was. So it is. Gayan uh, goes to the line for a couple of free throws. This is the first. Bounces the ball. Second one go as well. So Duncan uh, dives on the ground, gets the ball, gets it up to his lookout. So Get it into the front court as she's harassed by Foley. Back to Cole, man, as a set up for Foley. Gets in the right corner, Funton. Right post on the left. Bishop defending her, goes to the baseline, pull up jumper. Oh, I thought it was coming out, Mark. It looked like it was going to pop out, didn't it? First points for Bunton today. Certainly looked like it was going to pop out. Bishop gets a low post against Bunton. Drives and left-handed layup won't go for it. Allen with the defensive rebound. Cole will bring it into the front court as she turns the cloud around. Goes after the right wing. Garrett in the corner. Into Cole cutting along the baseline. Reverse! Oh, the trick shot that's coming off. Well, you've got to try something. Yeah. Something's got to work. Well, the crowd certainly got behind that move that time. 58-27, a 
as the AIS continuing to lead this quarter, Mark. Eight points. No. Wholesale changes. Four, five off. Five off. So they just haven't come back switched on, have they? You don't see that too often. Entire lineup benched. Especially from uh, one of the better sides. We have seen it with uh, some teams. And it's a 9 0 start to the quarter, Mark. That's the amazing thing. So, what can Danny Nong do now? Downey is out there with Turdich, King, Woosman. Oh, intercept on the inbound pass. Rebecca Allen is a good steal and dribbles it into the front court. Lookouts in the left corner. Arrested by Woosman. Fouled by Woosman. Soft foul. Woosman second. Just uh, she was frustrated then that Flickass was able to uh, make that turn to the baseline and drive and just late threw out a hand. What, what was on their drinks at half time? I don't know. <laughs> Garrett, who's Point game once again, 60 plays 30. As uh, the ball goes out off the hand of Lauren King, as Roberts looks to come in now. And Roberts coming in for Bunton. So, Alex Bunton. He's having a chat with Coach Brown as the AS set up again. And oh, another foul this time, it's Downey. So, Coach Wright, nothing going right for. Danny on here and the Caps who would have been looking at this standing on side going it's going to be a tough game well I have to say I can't see Coach Graff and Coach Lucas here anymore so uh, they had obviously made enough decisions from that and I might want to reassess because uh, well I guess Bibby's still here and Nicole Romeo both watching on and just uh, yeah, along with Michelle Cozier so it's not as if the Caps aren't watching this, but uh, certainly the coaching staff has gone to strategize since the travel has been called on Blickhouse. Yep, she's went inside, just lost control of the and Dan and Ong dropped 3% already in their shooting percentage this quarter it's down to 47 it was at 50 and the IAS certainly getting it up there now because it's up to 35% but uh, still a 30 point ball game here at the training hall with Dan and Ong in control but they've benched their starting lineup from the uh, third turn 
in the first two minutes of the third set. Downey working hard on the baseline, goes to King for three, off the iron. And the AAS continue to lead this quarter, 9-2, as Roberts pull up jumper is well, well short. Lickass and Roberts going back at it. Dandenong now with 14 fouls for the quarter, as the foul has been called this time on uh, the second personal foul now on Turdish. So, look at goes the way, makes the first free throw. The team swapped jumping with half Yep, and uh, one from two that time from the AIS at the free throw line. So, Blickhouse now on four points for the game. Wiesner trying to fire up this Dan on side. King, round arm pass, gets the downy back to Brera for three. And the AIS pull up the uh, rebound. Jump ball is going to go AIS's way as Samuels and uh, Hedrich comes back into the game. Thompson in the back court. Oh, sorry, Harrington. Harrington. So, Chantelle Perrault just looking at the floor there. Been a few bodies on the floor. Making sure it's safe for the players. Good idea. Harrington then. From injury, it's a little off the inbound and they'll take it down the right way. Bouncing the corner and comes to the right side. Perrault with defense. Trying to get really hard for the time someone comes. Gary Kimball Roberts coming out of the jump. A little bit flat. Curtis defensively then. Down he should be off the blue. Defensive intensity is just really lifted by the AAS. It's a lot better. Yep. And they're, they're not getting their inside game firing, so here's Turdich with an easy look. Oh, it goes hard off the back iron. Sam Woosman blocked shot by Roberts, but she eventually gets it off to Samuels. But oh, Pereira called on a very soft foul. It'll be her second, but the AAS will walk the floor here and they'll be shooting baskets. As with four minutes and 13 seconds to go, the foul count is 5-1 to one, and Dandenong are going to have to play a very clean quarter to get out of this without costing them some points. At least they know their way in front. They don't have to worry about that. It's a 10 points to 2 quarter so far here at the training hall. Check that. It's 11-2 to two with a shot to come. 12-2 to two once the second shot's made. An amazing, an amazing... He's lost it. No, Oh, that's nice. That's only the second basket. 
taken in six and a half minutes and only get their second basket of the quarter. 63 plays, 33. So they keep it at that 30-point margin here. With three minutes and 10, or 15 seconds left to go in the quarter. Samuel's driving his oh. side, lost the handle on it. This was too far with him. He's going to pass it off and lose him with a three on one. AIS have the triple bands, but the white one is the play, and she had almost both feet over the line. She was three lines. Yeah, all three lines, that's right. And uh, she really did take some uh, time. She was obviously sizing herself up from the three-point arc, but this year's three-point arc is that little bit bigger. And we've seen it a number of times, players just getting the judgment wrong. Coach Brown has called for a timeout. He wants to settle them down because they just lost a bit of the defensive uh, structure there and also had been rushing it a little bit in offensive land as well as Gandinong. Sam Woosman, the look of determination on her face, those last two trips down the court was absolutely first class and she was uh, the real reason that Gandinong started to put some real pressure back on this AI side in this late part of the third turn. He had to do something, though. He had to try and uh, get him to lift. See if they got the message. They've sat down for the last um, about five minutes. and Harrington are going to get the ball. It's just interesting to see how quickly they drop their bundle when the pressure and intensity on this game was high. Oh, and that's touched by Bishop, I thought, but uh, no. Samuel's touched it with her fingernail, is the rule? Well, I thought then it would have been a pass just the way it would pass. But, uh, the AIS was certainly under siege that time. It's coming Gaham, working it out on the right side, Mark. And Roberts has gone for a soft foul. So that's her third. Two forty-four to go. Bishop got the line for a couple of free throws. Just the second team foul for the institute. She was in the act of shooting when she was fouled. This is the first free throw. Sixty-three thirty-three. Damon still leading. This is a barrel for the and we get the uh, defensive rebound. Then he drops him one of the rebounds there. So Roberts is going to get it. And he's just got up on each other. Dunley, Whiteley, Ames and Roberts. Could have gone straight at the basket. Lays it up to Thompson and this is the outside gap. Thompson has a very flat shot. That's really been a problem for her right throughout this game today. Player, pull up jumper, right go, Robinson picks it off, and Donnelly picks up the scratch. Starters still not doing the job for him. Thompson drives in the paint, floating left. Nice one. That was a great shot. Left handed jump shot that time. Tim Robert. Laid it over the top. Player, driving along the baseline, he tries to reverse layer. Samuel's just trying to go for the big uh, rejection that time. Not sure. Thompson being So Thompson from behind that time. Thompson will sit down. And uh, Allen comes in for Thompson as uh, Donnelly comes back in for Harrington. 
shooting foul. Puts uh, Bishop at the line for another couple. She makes the first this time. Eastern Bonfast. Second on the right going to Allen gets the defensive rebound. One of, one of four in the free throw line in the past couple of minutes from Bishop. It's cold as it is not good. It is to the right side. Allen's in the middle, up inside. Donnelly in the free throw line. Hands back up the pole. Anthony Roberts. Turn around. Makes it in off the pass. What does that make it? The fourth, sixteen, sixteen. Long and just Yeah, Roberts tapped that one out. Coming inbound for Bishop lucky not to get called on a foul there because you pulling on the arm of Roberts as she went up for the rebound. Now, Allen gets picked to Samuels. Samuels puts up a long-range bomb, but just, although she had time, just couldn't get it to drop. Again, they're starting to find free players, the AIS, where, as in the first quarter, they just couldn't find anyone free to make a shot. The cloud will bring it back into the front court. That's a real problem. Bunton will come straight back in now. She stepped in, yeah. Bowley will inbound from underneath there a future basket for Rangers. Defending the side, forces a bad shot, bumping with the defensive rebound. Not the cold, cold down the right wing, sort of like. Makes up cold, close in the side, left hand of the right going, Cole stays there, gets a defensive rebound. Brings it back. Now it's on the right for three, and that dummy's side, and Donnelly knocks her in the back. Yeah. Donnelly made her earn it, and that's the 15th foul now on the AIS. So Donnelly did make her earn it, but uh, that is just too, too, too late, too late in the position. And uh, McLeod, you know, knew she was going to run at her, so she faked the uh, long-range bomb, and then took off and got the foul. And so she's taking some charity right now after making the first. Second one rattles out and Allen gets the rebound there. So we're in the last 20 or 34 seconds mark as, as Cole is trying to make something happen here. Oh, an interesting call. Cumming was defending her and she's been called for a foul. Holding. So it'll be to shoot too, yep. So... It really, Dandenong have done well not to give away too many fouls here after the, um, they got those five team fouls up with three-odd minutes to go in the quarter. Bunton's not making a pay. AS have got their free throw shooting up to 60%, but now Bunton's missed the first, makes the second. Down to 40% Dandenong in shooting from the field. AIS up to 33. So, the arm, so Bunton now will get her second foul. And Bishop will go to the line to shoot too. Just one and four for the score in the free throw line. 
Oh, Bishop misses again. She wasn't happy with that. And Alan has been doing a good job here cleaning up, but it's all net. So, with 16 seconds left now, McLeod watching Cole in the backcourt, and McLeod really putting the pressure on. They found the open player in Samuels, but not quick enough to utilise it, as Dandenong now go to a zone. Well, all I can hope for now is to try and win the half because they had certainly lost the first half. It's uh, an interesting situation we see this uh, side in where they play a much more accountable quarter of basketball and they certainly have improved the effort of the defence that then, by putting pressure on Dandenong, allows some offensive opportunities to come their way. And it's like watching a completely different game here in this third quarter. So as we look at some of the uh, telling stats, uh, I think rebounds, 38 to 35 in this quarter is where they've really closed up. You've still got turnovers, 22 for the AAS, 8 for Dandenong. So the turnover count isn't that bad. Steals are 9 to 3, and then the... Uh, Rebounds, uh, 35 as I said, 38. Um, shooting percentages, well, 32% for the IS. They missed a couple late in that quarter. 40 for the Dandenong Rangers. And then you have a situation where 59% from the free throw line plays 48% from the free throw line. 21% from outside. They've made 3 from 14 Dandenong from outside the arc. So, we've uh, only a few seconds left before this final turn gets underway. The last 10 minutes of the game, and it's uh, certainly going to be interesting to see if the IAS can win the half. And the Dandenong Rangers, well, after they would have gone to that halftime break going, beauty, let's get set for Canberra. They're going to go, they've gone into this huddle at uh, three-quarter time going, whoa, we better get this out of the yeah, they're going to win this game, but um, they would not be happy with their second half performance so far. We'll see what they can do. AF walk back out. Nico Bunton, Alan, Gareth and Cole will start for the Institute. They'll have the ball at centre court. Downey McLeod, King, Bishop and Gunn for Vanderbilt. Institute at first position. Cole, Bunton, high pace on the right side. Back up to Garrett coming around the screen. Picked up on the jump from that 18 foot. Won't go. Allen in there fighting for the rebound, but it was down and he ended up putting out to the cloud who's pull up in the paint and gets a little six foot jump in the rock. Yeah. 68, close 38, goes there into the first minute of the final turn. And again, Dandenong putting plenty of pressure on the AAS who had players on the ground. Glickers 
just can't get it to fall. Uh, but the RAS have done well here and got a new 24 second clock. Oh, and wasting no time. Allen puts up a long range bomb. And Mark, uh, that is a good shot from the RAS. She's done a good work to get the second opportunity, but then down he comes back and gets over his upper bucket for an easy test. Oh, we'll bring that to the Institute. 70 to 40. Then come leaves. Look out, it comes back to the left side. Goes back to Cole on the right. Still on the court. Driving inside. Tries to lay it up. Can't get it to go. Bishop pull it out the last, and the crowd is way in front of anyone else. Lay up to Seventy-two plays forty here. Eight minutes and thirty-five seconds left to go on the game clock, and Coach Brown calls for this early timeout. And you have to expect he's telling the girls to go back to what they were doing at the beginning of the third term, playing accountable, playing hard on their man, and uh, you know just trying to get them into a position where they have to second guess on their offensive plays and that will cause start to cause turnovers from the missed shots. So leading score on the floor, 17 points for Kathleen McLeod, who's had a, a very solid night's performance, even missing five minutes of the third turn. Five minutes plus of the third turn. Twelve. Twelve points for uh, Foley, then it's 11 points for Bishop, 10 points for Gayhart, 9 points for Downing, and then down to 6 for King, 4 for uh, Cummings, and then 2 points for Turdich, 1 point for Pereira. Leading scorer for the IS is 10 points for Rebecca Cole, who has the ball in hand as we restart the game here in the training hall. The low pace of Benson back out to Lico from the top. Got one go, Alan inside with the rebound, sticks it back in. And that's the inside outside working there for the AIS. The player. She's triple teamed here in the back court, so she's, she's going to pass it to. And she's through it. it finally to Blicker, oh. she loses it. Downs down, he stepped in and knocked the loose with a hit on. Oh, and then they fall away. Yep. So, oh, that was just a big charge that time. Blick has just put the forearm up and just put McLeod. A little short person there in the way. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Just a big don't argue <laughs> that time from Blickhouse. And that's unfortunate because the IS had forced the turnover, the second foul on Blickhouse for the game. Plenty of pushing and shoving here. Pass it down along the baseline. Right. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see too many threes from the corners. Uh, 
Take it up to down and on, but uh, they haven't been able to show that authority throughout the rest of this game. Bishop sat down for example, and Newsom's coming up. Roberts gets it at the top of the key, right side to Samuels. Puts it on the floor, drives across the key, the layout from out front, won't go. Roberts gets the offensive board, hook shuts it up, won't go for it, and out of bounds off Lane King, so they also get another opportunity. Under their offensive basket. 24 seconds left, then reset. Good opportunity here for the AIS. Thompson inbounding. Finds Garrick on the right wing. Around the corner, the cloud just saw that coming from a mile away. Pushy off to Ferreira. Drives to the basket, right through the from the free throw line. Eastman hasn't scored, she's the only Dandelion player that has a king in it. Steel player in it, but it has come up there, so it's a really steel. Another turnover, Samuel sits down, Sarah Flickhaves back into the Institute. Samuel looks like she's linking there a little bit, not. She's taking a bump to the nose, so she's got, got the sub out there. 78-42, as Dandelion getting away again, Pereira with the ball. Wisdom for three, off the iron, and the king takes the rebound. Turdich coming out there for Gayar now, so to only you think, you think you'd have your start, starter sitting down with tomorrow's game? Well, you've got McLeod still out there. He's the only starter left out there, though. Oh, a shot. He's an air ball, and look how things up with the scratch. Set up the play from the left side. Into Thompson. Gets away from Pereira. Lays it up. Pops out for it. Again, that flat shot is what's uh, really catching it. It's not got any drop on it. It's Roosman. Look to go, but outlet it to Pereira. Makes the shot in the paint. No. And Roberts is the rebounder. Got numbers. Donnelly drives it down, Blicker for the baseline jumper, won't go for it, Roberts moves to the defensive floor, jump ball, and it's Dandenong, we have the arrow. 78, 42, 4 minutes and 44 seconds, 
Yeah, I, yeah. I also used two of their timeouts, and uh, one timeout used by the Dannon on Rangers, but uh, Turdich is uh, just, yeah, just looks like she's taken a knock, and the uh, doctor just making his way down there. the ground, big long bomb from McLeod, doesn't fall, Woosnam getting in there and getting the ball back on the rebound. So, this is desperation she's She's played with plenty of that tonight. Three point shot from the side. They're not going to make many of them, Mark, this year. He's had salt into the world. <laughs> 
Harrington had a long, long time to set up two for that three-point attempt. But unfortunately, it comes to nil. Well, Two minutes. Sorry. Two minutes left to go in the game, Mark, and it is 85-46. And Roberts with another flat, uh, almost armball type shot. Takes on Garrick and gets the foul from Garrick. So the AS with three team fouls now in the quarter. Dandenong yet to give away a foul in this turn. into Cummings. Glickhouse and Cummings going hard at it and Glickhouse comes out with the tap over the baseline. No one had Woosman there. Woosman had the plenty of time. Yep, she will and that's Cole's second foul for the game. Bet uh, Cole giving away a, a, a pretty soft foul there. Minute 17 left in the game. 86 46 Dominators, four, and this is the first free throw again. Turdy just doing some exercise there, stretching her arm, so maybe a shoulder problem that they're looking at at the Danny on bench. And that could be critical. You don't want to have. A man short in your rotations when you're going up against the Caps tomorrow. So it's yeah, definitely left shoulder problem there, Mark. Rosen just grabbed her. Squeezes through a couple of players. Tries to pass it off, but moves the feet before she released the ball. Yeah, frustrating there. She had the ball ready to go to Roberts, but just didn't release it. Yeah. 44 seconds left. And they inbound the ball to Ferreira. Comes down the left side. Coming out there. 
won't go down here on the other side of the back end. Probably the uh, last of the institute, almost throw it away. And then they say to bring it down the front door. Lauren King will be called for the second foul of the game. And that is the first team foul. He's landed on for the quarter. Nine minutes, 39.1 seconds. <laughs> yes. Garrick inbounds it to Blickasses. The AIS are going to end a very disappointing night with Chantella Pereira getting the steal but uh, running the ball into the backcourt. So the AIS with 14 seconds, 14.9 seconds now, Mark, to uh, try and finish this off. And uh, Well, if they get a three, they'll bring it back to what a 40.4 game. Still disappointing, but the uh, interesting facet of the scoreboard is when the teams lost the quarter, they lost the quarter quite notably, and they scored eight points from doing it, because the AAS scored eight <laughs> points for 31 in the first quarter, then it was a 27-13 Dandenong quarter, then it was an 8-17 quarter going AAS's way, and they finished with a 23-8 quarter is the Dandenong taking the victory, 89-46. to They shot at 40%. From the field, Dandenong, 19 from outside the arc, and 48 from the charity stripe. Whereas the uh, AIS, 30% from the field, didn't make an outside shot or gun, and 59% from the free throw line. Rebounds, 52 to 42. Assists, 9 to 3. Then it steals, 16 to 7. Blocks, AIS up 2 to 1. Turnovers, 13 to 34. 17 and a half time, 17 to second. So, it was a uh, well, an interesting game of basketball as far as Dan not concerned. A disappointing one as far as anyone that uh, goes for the AAS. They really dropped their colours in the first term. And, uh, I'm interested to see that Dan and were wearing their home strip tonight. AIS wearing their away strip. So Dan and can have their away strip tomorrow night against the Cops. Obviously they figured that there wasn't enough time to do the laundry in the they do play at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, so they don't get 24 hours off in, in between. It's uh, a pretty tough-ass quarter. Stand on will be very happy when they started their first time. Mark Wright is not happy at the start of the third quarter. They drag all the starters off and start it again. And they will be happy with that performance in the second half. And, uh, happy with the win at least. Now they can just forget about it. Sport Radio will be there tomorrow night with yourself, Michelle Hocking and Simon Peters calling all the action from the AIS Arena.
But tonight, it was a dandenong night, and it looked like that after the first minute of the game. Well, I'm not a very 